welcome back. It's your boys, Lil Speaks and Milski, coming to you live with all the great takes on Denver sports. Thank you to everyone tuning in, and we are excited for another great week of Mile High Homegrown Takes. I just got to say, I'm extremely excited for this episode. Thank you to all of our listeners and all of our followers. We really appreciate everything you guys let us know, giving us the feedback, all the questions you have. This episode is about to be an all questions from fans episode because we got so much response from the last one. So we truly appreciate that. We actually just broke 250 total plays. So that's a big milestone. And we're looking at an estimated audience of about 50 people. So guys, I just want to say thank you so much. This has been so much fun. I know it's been great having the guest, uh, having Milski up here, just sputing some all types of sports. And it's just been so much fun. It's been a blast, man. It's been an absolute blast. Uh, you know, one, I'm going to shout out a couple listeners. We have one in Costa Rica and one in Germany. As I said yeah. from the get-go, we went global pretty darn fast. Global. Uh, whoever, whoever's <laughs> out there, uh, Donka Shane, uh, we, we appreciate <laughs> it. it. I think so. Um, we're, we're loving it. Yeah, like like Speak said, we got so much uh, feedback and so many questions. So um, all questions from fans, we're just going to get right into it. Uh, talk a little bit to start off. Recap NBA playoffs, NBA finals. Uh, Giannis, what do you think, Speaks? Oh, man. That was just – that was good for the game, man. That was that was yeah. absolutely amazing. Like, Giannis certified himself. He cemented himself in, in GOAT talk. I mean, like – and we'll, I'll, I'll ask you where you rank him right now, but one thing that this man has done that no other player has done is he's one most improved player – he has won Defensive Player of the Year. He's won MVP. He's won Finals MVP. And he's won a championship. The one separation that he had over MJ with all of those is he had most improved player too. Hmm. Which if you look, all those players are doing really well. Like I, I love that award because it really shows you like yeah. who the future is. I know my brother Spicy P, you know, won that a couple days ago or a couple <laughs> of years ago. I know PG when he before his injury, yeah. he won that too. Like it's a really big award and it really shows. I mean, like, look what he did. He he showed you that hard work can actually like happen again. Like you don't necessarily need that super team again. And it was just like really, really good to see. In my eyes, Giannis is also a great guy. Like every interview, he's happy. He isn't like satisfied, but he knows he'll put in the work. He loves his team. He loves his family. He is just everything that you kind of look up to. And he's just overall like someone you can appreciate for what he's done to the sport, what he's done to himself and everyone around him as well, because he's a player who really makes everyone else around him better. I agree. I love the most improved player award. I think that's a true testament to not only Giannis's commitment to the game, but his commitment to Milwaukee. You know, I think they really exercise their demons. Um, you know, they lost to the heat in the Eastern semis last year. They lost to the Rap Raptors in the Eastern conference finals the year before that, the Celtics in round one before that, then the round round one again to the Raptors. So they've been through that tough playoff kind of like, 
path where they they've had the heartbreaks. I think they deserved it. I honestly thought kind of coming into, it, I thought, you know, they, okay, they finally made it to the finals. I think they're one finals loss away from it all, but Giannis, again, he, he just showed out. Um, I think it's so deserved for Milwaukee. I was going for them. Um, love Chris oh, yeah. Middleton. I is got, I don't even know, like, is he another Batman? Is he the Robin? I think they've got two Batmans on the team. Um, just all the role players came together. It's just, it was awesome for Milwaukee. And like you said, so good for the game. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it was just a that, like, fun series. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, cause like you said, like everyone thought it was just going to be like the LeBron's ADs, KDs. And you know, it's not all those super players. Like the last time I feel like we saw something like this was Dirk with the Mavs. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. was a time where he really brought them back and even something that is another crazy stat that I saw about Chris Middleton, this one was kind of wild. I know it's kind of dumb, but in a way, it just put things into perspective because he I, – I like what you said. He could be another Batman. He had more go-ahead game-winning field goals this playoffs than Michael Jordan has ever had in a playoffs before. Now, I'm not comparing him to MJ, but the amount of game winners this dude had was ridiculous. Like, I mean, I honestly the- think, yes, I think he, out of anyone else, was the player you wanted the ball in crunch time. No other player in that series, or maybe in the playoffs, did that job. I think Giannis was close. I think Booker, when they were winning games, was close. CP3 was mm-hmm. close. But Middleton was insane in the clutch. Seriously, seriously. And it was cool because, I mean, we always love this from the Broncos, but they were a defensive team, too. Like, defense wins championships and that showed especially in what could go down as one of the greatest plays of all time that drew holiday steal to that alley-oop like oh my gosh that just that that solidified that championship right there and that was just really cool to see i mean you know it's been it's been a tough time too we're gonna go ahead and break it right into uh josh's first question which he asked um what is cp3's future well what do you think about that well, Jr. and I are not CP3 fans. Um, I will say he's probably in top five greatest point guards of all time. I'll, I'll give him that. But he's top one and the biggest choker of all time. And I did just <laughs> love seeing him choke it. Okay, I'm going to run through a list. This is kind of long. From 2008 until this year, that's 14 years, he made the playoffs 13 of those 14 times okay no championships and he was on some great teams he lost in the semi the western conference semis then the western conference first round western conference first round western conference semis western conference first round semis semis first round first round western conference finals semis first round and now the nba finals so in 13 playoff appearances (laughs) he finally made the finals once and had a 2-0 lead against Giannis Antetokounmpo and lost. I just love that. I'm not a Chris Paul fan. I know we're talking his future, but I think this was his time. I think personally, yeah. I think he's going to resign with the Suns. I think the Suns are going to do everything they can to keep their core together. I don't think they need to add anyone. They just need to not lose anyone. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to stay in Phoenix. Um, I don't think, I don't think he's going to have another chance. I think this was the easiest yeah. path he's going to have to the playoffs. I think with the Warriors and the Lakers coming back, I don't think there's any way he gets back to the finals. And, and I love yeah. that. And I do too. I really, yeah, that, that like you and me, I know we were pissed against the Suns this year and CP three showed his true colors, especially in our series. Like, 
God, that man just pissed me off. I'll, I'll, I'll give him this. Like, he is the point guard, but like, and he chokes all the time. That's the best list I think yeah, I've I ever guess. heard. That is hilarious. I will say one thing, though. I'm actually going to put him at top six. I won't put him at top five because one person, I here's my list that I have, not necessarily in order, but I think you can kind of get a good feel for this order. I think Magic, Steph, John Stockton, Oscar Robertson, and I'm putting Steve Nash ahead of him. Steve Nash Ooh. has had two MVPs. He's also been to the finals with the Suns, ironically. Yeah. And I think he has had a better career than CP3. I think you could argue he's a better three-point shooter. I think you could argue – it's hard to argue the vision. I mean, CP3 is kind of ridiculous. Sure. I mean, I, honestly, maybe the vision, but they're both like the same size and everything. And I think that's a dude – who gets left out of the all-time point guard conversation a lot. And I really, really think he's one of the goats when you come I, to point guards. I think that's a great point. I, I agree. That's a good comparison. Um, yeah, it's it's tough. I love seeing him choke. Uh, yeah. Another question from, from Josh. He was asking, you know, and this is a tough question, two, kind of a two-pointer. Suns, Bucks, Hawks, were those all flukes? Or are we going to see any of those teams back? where they were better. Um, and then going off that is Brooklyn unstoppable next year. If they're healthy, I'll say Brooklyn. Yes. Unstoppable. I think, I think they're heavy title favorites, in my opinion. And I think out of the Suns, bucks and Hawks, I think I'm going to surprise you and say, I actually think the Hawks are here to stay. Let's I think go. the Hawks are going to stay for a little bit. I think the bucks might trail down a little bit and I don't, I just don't see the Suns. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no, honestly, and I love that because I've loved Trey Young. I my prediction like a while ago was when they were first drafted. I thought Trey was going to be better than Luca. I mean, they're both great, you know. That's yeah. hard to say, but um, one thing I will say that's key for the Hawks is they need to keep John Collins. This is going to be a big off season for him, and I yeah. know he's asking for a lot of money. If they keep that team, I agree. I think they can get back. I don't. I I I have to say. I mean. At the end of the day, and especially when it comes to playoffs and getting down uh, on the line in a series, it's basketball is about getting a bucket. And Brooklyn has three dudes on their team who can get a bucket yep. at any single time. And granted, they were injury prone, and that's something you will have to very much consider. I mean, Kyrie's had issues literally since he left Cleveland. He screwed Boston over with injuries, with off-the-court stuff. And I know he has some personal life going on but that man will bring stuff mm -hmm. off the court that can affect you in the playoffs james harden same thing but at the end of the day those three dudes they're ridiculous they're some of the best scorers in the game they can outscore you it's just whether you can keep up with that you're not going to be able to stop them it's just whether you can keep up with that i don't think the suns are back i want to say that I mean, the West is going to look interesting next year. And that kind of goes on to another point that um, I believe it was Josh had uh, was where Kawhi will be, where uh, some of the playoffs are, you know, or the off season. I think it, I think it's going to be interesting. You know, I think um, I think it's hard to really predict who's going to be there next year. Cause we need to see what's going to go on in this draft. We're going to see, need to see who's healthy uh, one question I have for you is with the full off season, are the Lakers like, let's say they go back completely healthy. Are LeBron and AD still a championship team? Yes. Sword answer. Yes. And I think mm -hmm. that they're gonna, you're gonna see, and it's, and it's like the Suns because I thought the Suns role players 
um, they couldn't do anything wrong until game three of the finals. And then it all fell on Booker and CP3 and they can't, you can't win a title that way. Um, and I think when the Lakers did win two years ago, um, everyone was contributing. So they're going to need their, you know, their X factors. They're going to need the guys besides LeBron and AD to contribute. But I, I think they, I think they can. I, I, uh, Josh also mentioned how late is LeBron's window going to go. I think, I think he still has a good three years to get, to get another ring. In my opinion, it's, it's going to come down to more than just him and AD, but I think they do. I don't know. What do you think? I totally agree. And honestly, like I, LeBron frustrates me so much sometimes, but I agree. I like that three-year window for a ring. And I still think like a five-year window to be one of the, like you arguably you can put him top players of the league. Cause one thing that he uh, said was, or one thing he's done that I really like is this is the first year I feel like he's actually been injured. I feel like that's something that's ridiculous. Like that man actually showed he's finally human. So that's, that's the first time we've seen that, but he develops his game so well. Like this man went to being one of the most dominant athletic players in the league to now arguably one of the best, if not the best passers in the league. And he developed his game because he knew he had to adapt to that. The players around him, his age, his injuries, and he's able to draw in a lot of likability. He can draw on some free agents. So I think he can get those role players that you're talking about that they'll need um, kind of for next year. But speaking of some role players, I know one team that has really struggled with some role players my boy Carson, um, I know he here, – here's what he said, and I just want to quote him because it is kind of funny, but I feel for him. He said, Portland's horrible situation. Who's got to go to make Dame happy, CJ Nurt Collins, and if they had to re-sign Norman Powell to more money, how is the offseason looking for uh, them this year? Let's go ahead and start with you, Milski. What you thinking? Well – I would love to see Portland crumble because Portland, yep. even though we beat them this year, they always give us fits. Like just playing Portland sucks. I hate when we play them. Um, I think Dame's on his way out pretty soon, man. I, I just, I don't think he's going to like it with Billups. I really don't. I, uh, I think Dame is really declining. I, I think Nurkic, honestly, sorry, Carson. I think Nurkic is trash. And I think besides that, like you said, they really have struggled to find some role players. I think Norman Powell does good. I think, you know, last year, a couple of years, like Rodney Hood was a great guy to have on there. But I don't know if they're going to be able to keep Dame happy, to be honest. I think think Portland might try to look to rebuild soon because if they can get something out of Dame sooner rather than later, they might go that way. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, no. And I, I will say, I do think you made some good points. I'm going to say one thing just because I love Billups and I, I disagree with this. Yeah. I do think he likes Billups. I think, I think I, I heard this from my friend Hunter. He, he made a good point and he's a Portland fan too. He is all about loyalty. He's never actually come out and said, I want to trade. There's been rumors because, you know, that's how the NBA works right now. I totally get that. He maybe have said something behind the scenes, but publicly he has never said something. So one, he told me this. I think he's going to give, I think he's going to give Chauncey a chance. The draft is about to happen. Uh, uh, Training camp doesn't start till September 28th. That's still a lot of off season to show Dame that Portland's willing to make moves to build a championship team. You already know there's a bunch of stuff that happens around the draft, and I think there could be some really interesting things. However, I think they 
might have to get rid of CJ if they want to be able to get some type of players around him. They need to get rid of CJ. I agree. Nurkic sucks. I'm not a fan of him. He can't stay healthy. Norman Pell is good, but he didn't get – I don't know if he's worth that money. I think they lost that trade. I think Gary Trent and Rodney yeah. Hood were really, really big for them. But I think he's going to give him a chance at least up until training camp. And then if they haven't made any moves, I do agree. I could see him requesting a trade by then. I think I think he should give him a chance, and I agree. And and I I actually I don't mind Dame. You know he he destroys the Nuggets. I don't mind him. Um, I I just I don't know. I, I look at it as like a Russell Westbrook situation to be honest. Like Russell yeah. is very very committed to OKC, but he knew when it was time like he was like all right i can stay here and go out in the first round every year if i want to maybe get a second round dame's too good to not be looking for a ring in my opinion and i love it i love the loyalty game but you know at, at some point you know if you're good enough to go off and play in an nba finals i think you should be looking to do that but i think it's Honestly, i think it's going to come point. down to see what portland wants to do around him if they want to mm-hmm. spend the big bucks i think i i would i 100 think he should stay um yeah you know dame dame might be in this conversation we'll go on to the next guy uh one of your boys kaylin um mvp favorites um there's probably a few i think we're probably gonna agree on a few but what are some of your guys yeah yeah and i like uh one way i've been told kind of about this mvp because uh, it is kind of true it's more of a narrative trophy like you know this Mm -hmm. past year i feel like you know joker put up a triple double and I, I just love his story. You know, he, he's not an athletic dude. He brought this team. That's not necessarily uh like they haven't had a history really. He's been bringing them back to Western conference finals, second round, been carrying them best big man in the league. And he had like this story going for him. Same with Giannis. Like when he had his way up his transformation, winning defensive player of the year, like there's always yeah. this narrative. There's a story like, LeBron had his, KD had his, and now I think it's time for Luca's. I think Luca is that guy. He's kind of amazing. Last night, he literally just dropped 48 points, second highest in the Olympics yeah. record. And I do think that plays into it. I think him doing extremely well in the Olympics could play into his narrative because, you know, he was kind of coming in as a favorite last year, had a rough start this kid's young and that's a lot of pressure to him i think he needs a free agent who can help him enough but not steal away enough of his utility we'll talk about a little bit later i don't know exactly who that could be but he needs a little bit better of a team or maybe he's just gonna really put them on his back this year carry him really far and beat the clippers who knows how that goes and then the other guy is katie i think he's wanting it again this year i think his biggest thing is the reason I'm hesitant to say him is he sometimes doesn't care about the regular season. He is probably like the MVP at times, but he really only shows that the playoffs. Cause that's when he needs to, like he yep. almost took down, you could argue, well, you, you could say he almost took down the NBA champions nearly by himself this past yep. year. And I remember watching that game with you. Holy cow. That was his foot yep. was literally that far away from changing this entire NBA season and he knows he can do it it's just one does he really want to do it you know Katie's that type of guy um I I will say Kalen I know you asked me this question Steph is gonna be him I need to see 
I need to see how Clay is. I need to see how you guys all are. I, I, I do think he can win MVP. I think the piece has got to fall in place. You can argue he's one of the top two uh, point guard of all time. And I think, I think it's up in the air. I know, I know you like him a lot, but what, what do you think, Milski? What do you think are the? I'm not gonna sit here and and beat around the bush. I agree with all three of those guys. I think Luca, KD, and Steph are, in my opinion, the three front runners coming into this year. And I think Steph showed this last year with no one around him that he he just really can have an MVP season if he really wants to. Um, yeah. And I think that you talk about the narrative part of it. Here's my concern with Luca is he's a bit of a hothead and he pisses off the league a little bit. He gets in the faces of referees, you know, as much as I wish it was all about the stats and how good of a basketball player is. Sometimes the NBA scares away from guys like that. So I think Luca would be a great pick. I just think from a narrative standpoint, I think they might be a little afraid to give it to him. I think, the Mavs probably need to be a little bit better as well. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, you know, you look at as much as you hate to say, you look at how good a team is too. And I think honestly, I love, I think Jokic deserved it this year, but I think it could have been closer if the Warriors were a little bit better. I agree. Steph was scaring me. Yeah. And and he really came on late too. So, um, and you know, going into KD, I think KD, you know, like you said, he can turn it on at any moment. I think, with James and Kyrie, I think it's going to push him to want to show. He's like, yeah, we got three superstars, but I'm the best. I think he's yeah, one of those guys that he's just – he's ready to go out there and show he's the best of those three. Um, I think James and Kyrie are hungry. I think KD just – you know, I was never a huge KD fan. This playoffs, I was like, all right, you know, I'll put some respect on his name. Like, you know, he – he. I agree. I think he got some easy championships, but I'll, I'll be honest, he, he's, he's just so good. And not that I didn't think he was good, but, like, this playoffs, I think it really showed – um, you know, those nets, like I said, mentioned those nets, what's we'll move into next thing. Um, finals favorites. I think to be honest, I think you throw the nets in that conversation. Yep. I think we're getting to a point and I don't want to go too far. We're getting to a point where I think the East is getting a lot better. I think yes, we've got I three agree. legitimate teams yeah. with the Hawks and the Bucks and the nets. Whoa. And, I'll throw the Celtics in there just because you're a good kid, but like it's getting better. It's getting better. So I would say the nets and then from the West, I hate to say it, man, but I think the Lakers and the Warriors after being in the play-in tournament, I think both those teams are going to be at the top like this year. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. I think like everything you said is true. I just love my Celtics. So I'll always say that. And they're making some moves. Bradley Beal is on the move. I will say yeah. we're, we're looking to, we're looking to acquire that. I don't think the Celtics are there yet. I think we got a little bit more to work with because I think it's going to be difficult. The Suns have a complete team. They have a bench. They have a backup point guard. I was so upset because uh, I can't remember when it was, but Danilo just out of nowhere signed with them. And I'm like, that is one of the best pickups you can have. That dude showed yeah. he's a baller. I really like the Hawks. I love Trey. Can't go against Brooklyn. And I, I, I agree. I think I think the uh, Lakers and Warriors, I mean, literally, if Steph has his MVP year, Clay, uh, here, here's what Clay's going to come back as, the potential he can do, is yeah. – 80% on offense because I mean, he's been out of the league for two years, but that man literally scored 60 points on 11 dribbles. This dude does not need to be like 
yeah. having the ball a ton. But at his peak at that time, he was arguably the best two-way player in the league. That was kind of before Kawhi was really the best two-way. You could argue RPG too. So I think that's where it's going to hurt them the most is his defense. I think they're going to be fine on offense. I think they need yeah. to make sure Andrew Wiggins is going to have to step up. I think they could beat the Lakers, and that could help out Steph's narrative. But I think it kind of all depends on, you know, what's about to happen this Thursday, what's about to happen this offseason. Mm-hmm. What are you feeling about this draft? What do you think is going to be going on? I think there's – well, I, I did see Houston's looking to try to make some big Today. moves to get up to yeah. number one. Yeah. Um, I think I think Cade Cunningham is one of those guys that I think you do think about making a lot of moves, and Houston has nothing to lose right now. If I yeah. think he's a guy you can live, you can live with giving up, you know, a few years in a row of first round picks. In my opinion, you know, I, I really don't think, you know, I I hate to say it, but like Houston really has nothing to lose right now. So I think Cade Cunningham is the star. I think I think we're gonna see, you know, some late round draft picks that kind of stand out. I think we're going to see some, um, I think there's a lot of teams to be honest that a lot of the playoff teams that don't need a whole lot of pieces. And if they can add a play, you know, a playoff performer, you know, from a rookie standpoint, I think you're going to see more mid market teams like Milwaukee being able to make a run. And I think Milwaukee gives teams like, you know, from our standpoint, it gives our teams like a nuggets, you know, a chance you're like, you know what? You know, a couple teams get knocked out and you take down one super team, you could find yourself in a Western or Eastern Conference final against a team you match up pretty well against. So I think this offseason and this draft are going to be really interesting because I think the league is actually starting to even out a little bit. Yeah, no, and I couldn't agree more. Two things I really do agree with that I want to touch on. I actually think this draft class has the opportunity. It has the opportunity to go down oh as one of the best. Like I'm I'm putting I'm putting it up there. I'm saying it right now. I think this draft class, I know Amani and Chet are coming, but this draft class has the chance to be up there with LeBron D. Okay. Wade, Bello, that draft class. Because even dudes like this, right now, I saw the Nuggets have an opportunity to get Quentin Grimes. That dude's yeah. a baller, yeah. and that's at 26. Like, there's yeah. dudes in the second round who, like, have the opportunity to blow up. For some reason, Zaire Williams out of Stanford has dropped to the second round. That dude is a freak. Like, I really think this draft class is going to be insane. There's Sharif Cooper. I like him a lot. Scotty Barnes. Like, I could just go on about this. I know I'm not going to go down a wormhole too much, but I also agree that, like, there are about to be some moves made. Today was the start of it. I mean, the Pelicans literally, the Pelicans literally just traded. They got rid of Steve Adams and uh, Eric Bledsoe just for Valanchunas. I mean, like that's kind of weird. But the biggest thing is the pick that they got. The 2021 New Orleans number ten pick. The Grizzlies yeah. now have. Now they're about to have Jaw Dylan Brooks showed himself, and they can get someone big right there. I mean, I think. I think it started today. I think it's going to happen these next couple of days. Bradley Beal is going to be up in the air. You know, there's a lot of question marks around DeMar DeRozan, Kyle Lowry going to LA. Like this is just an exciting off season. And I really, really think that it could really shift the league, but it could give, like you said, 
those teams a hope. It could give the Nuggets a hope. I want Quentin Grimes. I just want to say that. that I think there's important. just going to be a, a lot of good teams that are going to be licking their chops coming into this draft that would not, like Great you said, point. they would not normally have that opportunity. Um, yeah. There's a lot of question marks, but there's going to be a lot going on this NBA offseason, in my opinion. Um, let's 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 jump ship here. Uh, Steve-O, my boy, he's, he's talking NFL. Um, new COVID rules, how is that going to impact – uh, the playoffs, division races. He mentioned, uh, said like border teams like the Cardinals, even the Broncos. I don't really consider the Broncos a border team unless you're you hey, know, border Super it, Bowl though. champs. <laughs> but you know what? Not a not a bad question. I I think it's going to be interesting. That you know, I the COVID thing is really interesting because yeah, um, one one game sitting out and taking a loss in one game is is nuts. I mean, it comes down to you can't one game. It. Yeah, it comes down to one game between, you know, what seed you are in the playoffs almost every year. I mean, it's yeah. not very often that in and with the three wild card teams too, like there's gonna be a lot more teams in contention. So I think it's gonna have a lot of impact. And I think it's gonna be super frustrating for whichever teams it happens to. I totally agree. And I mean, we're already seeing it go down. Like there's teams that are not necessarily fully committing to it and that's going to screw them over i think i i totally think the division races are going to be ridiculous i mean this is honestly just as like much as i've been loving the nba this nfl season is about to be ridiculous like yeah there's so many good teams right now there's so many players coming back from injuries that's one thing that's really nice too is they have a full off season to recover so most of those players who got injured right away r.i.p cam Akers. i'm really upset about that but everyone else is going to be back and healthy. CMC is going to be back. And I think teams like that, like you look at the Cowboys, Redskins, who's going to take that division. That could be, um, uh, or not Redskins, Washington football team. That could uh, go up in the air. Um, I think one or two games are going to be affected by this. And I think it's really going to put a statement in the NFL. It's going to piss a lot of people off. But I will say, like, it's a rule right now. They have the opportunity to do it. And I think I, I don't see any reason why they should like mess with it right now. I think it's, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be weird. I really, I hope, I hope for the NFL's sake and any team, I really hope it doesn't impact yeah. like, the playoffs. I, I think it, that's just not fair to anyone, you know, regardless of what's going on. I think, you know, it just, I agree. I want it to be settled on the field and, and no one, you know, just it would suck. So I, I hope it doesn't impact it, but I do think it will. Um, and it's, I, I do want to say too, it is tough for the NFL. You know, one thing yeah. that like most of the other sports have is they have a lot of games. This is a sport that has yeah. literally it literally one game. We've said it can make or break a season. I mean, like for college football, yeah. like specific teams you play that one game can make or break a season just because it's, not nearly the same amount of games. So that one sitting out, yeah, I think that's extremely crucial. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Um, not as tough as what we're about to talk about. Um, Don't do me. Aaron Rodgers uh, to Denver's over. I'm willing to admit it. I rode the train as far boys. as I could. It was hard to see it. Um, he could be here next year, but I saw the yeah. – uh, when we saw the last dance picture on him uh, and – Devante's stories, I was like, it's probably over. Um, yeah. That's it. I'm done. I soaked about it for a little bit. I returned my Aaron Rodgers jersey. Um, <laughs> I'm all in. Drew Locke. I'm all in on Drew Locke. I'm all in on Teddy Bridgewater, if that's who it is. Um, it's time to get ready. It's time to get going. 
Um, we said it from the get-go. If, if Rodgers doesn't come, I still think this is a playoff team. I still think that today. Um, but when you have a, you know, recent MVP, you know, a Super Bowl winner that was, you know, close and is circling around your name for four or five months. I mean, since draft night, it hurts because you start yeah. thinking about what could be. But I, I like, you know, last point I'll say is I like Pat Sertain a lot. I love that we get to keep him. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Honestly, I'm going to pick up right where you said. I'm just ready to buy in now. Like, I, like I, I, I'm fully, yeah. like, I, I was bought in before, but it's just, as god it's just painful as painful as it is it's nice because i love pat sertain honestly i've been watching that dude in training camps i've been hearing nothing but good reports about him i mean he's a a big dude too like i'm not gonna lie like he's a beast which is just nice because i mean that just establishes our defense even more which is something we know that's who we represent that's not something that's changing us you know a big change would be an mvp quarterback not saying that i don't want that i would take that with a i take that any second but i really like our team i think it's fun because we're a young team with a lot of potential and we said it a couple episodes ago this is the year that i feel like i have the most hope and i'm ready for it who knows drew lock hell Go go win MVP. I don't care if that's yeah, not even close not? to your feeling. Just go do that. We we need care. something. We need something. We need some big wins this year. We need better than like sitting around 500 record. I think I think it's time to uh show everyone that we are legit. We are not just a team that continues to bring in like these quarterbacks uh maybe towards the end of their career and yeah, we have some stars. We have a team right now, and I'm ready for it. I, I love I'm, it. I agree, and I'm going to say it right now. It's July 26th. I'm going to give everyone two weeks. If you want to buy in on the Broncos, if you want to yes, hop sorry. on the train, my arms are open. I'll, I'll get you a jersey. <laughs> you're, you're welcome to come aboard. After the two weeks, I'm done. We have, we're going to have the best defense in the league. Drew Locke is going to come out guns a-blazing, yeah. and we're going to beat the Chiefs once, maybe twice. We're going yes, to the sir. playoffs. If you want to buy in, now's the time, and you're fine to do that. But when yeah. we start 3-0, and and everyone starts well, like, oh, Miller, you were saying, oh, this was going to happen. I'm all in on the Broncos. No, fuck off. You can go back to who you were with. You have these two weeks. That's that's it. Couldn't have said it any better. Mason that's my Miller, tangent. Everybody. That's my tangent. I don't, I don't like people jumping ship when they, and when they knew it can't. was coming. I warned them. Yeah. And like, that's the thing is like, you can't jump ship, especially after the news today. Like now's the time to like literally hop on even more, bring everyone with us. Like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to show some people who the fuck we are. Like I I, I'm so excited for this season. I mean, I just got to say, you know, I know we have some diverse listeners out there. I know you're fans of all different types of teams. Um, I, I, I really enjoy everything that we got to touch on today. Um, one other thing I will like to mention, my boy Nelly out there, big supporter of us. Um, he right now is working on his fantasy league and he just has a specific little question for us. You know, it's a it's a little different, but he's in the Dynasty Superflex League. And what that is, is that is uh, a league that makes the quarterback a premium position without forcing the same limitations as a two-way quarterback league. So it's a little different focuses a little bit more on the QB, gives him a little bit more opportunity. Um, He's been offered Derrick Henry for Terry McLaurin and Austin Eckler, countered with Devontae Smith. 
and Austin Eckler. I love that counter. I think you're going to do absolutely better with that. I mean, you literally have the King and you told us you also have Dalvin. So you literally have two of the best running backs there and you're still not losing Terry McLaurin who could just go off this year. I think that's a great pick. Um, Thank you for sending us that. And anyone who has any specific questions like this, feel free to let us know. We're more than happy to answer it either on the side, in the episode, anything we're here for, we're open to. Yeah, this was, this was awesome. It was super fun. You know, we got a lot of questions coming in and, you know, we just, you know, we're looking at the list and like, you know what, what if we just did an episode of it? Um, So I I loved this. Um, Thank you to all you guys that asked us questions. Um, Continue to shoot us questions. We're always open to answering those right at the beginning of our episodes. Um, Thank you guys again so much for the support. Uh, We're having a blast. Um, We're keeping moving. Uh, We're getting close to football season starting. It's going to get really fun. Then it's going to amp up and then, you know, football's turning into hockey and baseball and, or basketball. And then, you know, we're just right Go USA, man. We got to give them a little shout out. Got to give them a little shout out. We're we're right in the heat of it. We're getting into it. Um, We're having a blast. We want to thank you guys all again so much for the support. Um, For now, that is it. We'll see you boys next week.